Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on Joe Biden's presidency to date and much, much more. Press, what's popping, baby? Hey, Jules, I'm uh, chilling, man, enjoying this warm weather, man. Yes, sir. Man, I've been doing nothing but sitting on my ass eating eating Chips Ahoy uh, uh, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you really are going to come back out of shape because you probably over there killing them sleeves of cookies, uh, huh? Dude, I'm, I get the, you know, we go to the Dollar General around here and okay. they have two for five. Okay. But, you know, the packs is not really that big. So I can are. max I can I, I can max whole pack in one day. So I've been I've been eating ever since I've been down. I think I had three packs of them things, man. <laughs> Damn, chunky jewels about to come back. <laughs> <to the shop. laughs> my and my wife was like, no, no more, because she she about to run up there. And I said, yeah, can you grab me some cookies? She said, where the cookies? I was on the free. I said, I finished them off last night. <laughs> she said, no, no more. I said, I'm on vacation. She put, she put the end of that. She's like, uh-uh, you're going to be getting thick on my watch, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so my answer for everything, I'm on vacation. She's like, I'm sleeping late. I'm going to bed late. I'm sitting around eating. My, my Everything I'm saying is, I'm on vacation. It's my vacation. <laughs> Well, because you are. Now, let me ask you, now, have y'all done anything fun, man? Y'all got out on the water? Did you? Have you gone out to any we, restaurants? You know what? We we went to. There's a sportsman club out here. We went. We went there to have have dinner. Uh, my neighbor Frank, who's a eh, he's a Green Bay Packer fan. I, you know, eh. yeah. He he we he he took, he took us out on his boat, <laughs> and uh, I told him, hey, but press. I gave him something. Now I told him. I said, listen. I said, I said, Frank, you guys on the decline now. You only got a couple years, maybe. If that. I said, if that. I said, but we up and coming. I said, mm-hmm. Justin Field and them boys. I said, we up and coming, Frank. I said, the, t- <laughs> I said, the tide is going to change. He just That's started right. laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Frank, in case you're listening to this show, <laughs> hey, the same thing made y'all Packers fans uh, laugh over these last few years. going to make y'all cry very soon. Mm-hmm. Just trying to tell you, sir. Yeah, but we yeah we went on his boat. His boat is nice, a nice little, nice little uh, John boat. It's not a huge one, not a big one. It's just a nice little fishing boat. And man, we were just out there in the water and the breeze. And man, it was just, yeah, so man, we having a good time. Man, I I 
I don't want to come back, Press, but I know I have to. <laughs> I don't want to come back. Yeah, I mean, this Metropolis is waiting for you, brother. It's waiting for you. I'm keeping it warm over here for you, though. Keep it okay, warm cool, you. cool. <laughs> cool. But, but no, man, everything else uh, on my end, everything's good, bro. Just, you know, busy as usual this weekend. I have Chicago Sky, the big threes coming to town, so we'll be covering those games. So, man, I'm going to be, oh, be nice. all over the city. Man, yeah, you're going to be. Yeah, you could be, man, you could be humping more than you're doing, but, man. <laughs> but I know if anybody can do it, you can, even with uh, even with one foot swollen. Speaking about that, Jules, now, I'm back to 90% now with that foot. Okay. I had a checkup yesterday. They told me, look, they said, now, we recommend that you keep wearing the boot. However, they're like, you're healing kind of quickly. If you want to try to wear a shoe, I was like, as soon as you said try, I'm like, I'm back in my shoes, brother. Okay. Now, are you doing anything? Are you back in the gym or are you just, you still just taking it easy? Um, just lifting. I can't do anything um, like cardio wise. Uh, okay. And it's killing me, man, because you over here talking about you with them cookies. And I'm sitting up here like, man, I need to start running and moving around a little bit now. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, listen, I tell people, when, I tell cats, man, when they, a little injury and stuff. I said, man, just give me give me a chance to catch up, man. So, Prez, just give me a chance to catch up. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I don't like things. I thought I was going to get a little bit of an advantage <laughs> while you was on vacation. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you, you know what? Yeah, you, you all good now. Hey, Prez, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you. You all good, man. <laughs> well, you're a gentleman, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. It's just one of those things, man. We getting older, man, so we just got to watch what we eating. We got to take some, you know, take a little better care. I had a partner, man, that hit me up the other day. He was like, bro, he said, uh, I went to the doctor, and he said they did blood work on me, man. He said they coming back talking about I'm showing signs of being pre-diabetic. Oh, uh, man, really? Man, he had all kind of stuff going up to the pit like, damn, bro. I'm like, boy, this 40, this 40 thing, man, is, is rough. <laughs> Shit. Man, do you not give – hey, man, you know, you ain't kidding because I had a checkup. Man, uh, a while ago, probably earlier this this month, uh, this year, and it was like, yeah, your iron is low, and I'm like, mm. really? That's it. It's how you anemic, and your iron's a little low, and I'm like, no, I'm fine. I, I don't even know how your iron get low. I, you know, I'm just like, yeah, because every time I go to doctor, hey, everything's good when I have blood work. And I'm so like, well. well, so what they put you on some pills or some supplements? Yeah, this is just get some um, iron pills. So. Yo. Yeah, you know, that happened to me, too. When I was in my 30s, they were saying that. So I just kind of changed up, you know, some of the stuff I was eating. And then I took some more supplements and it kind of subsided a little bit. But, yeah, man, this dude, he was like, man, every time I put him on all these meds, I was like, brother, if before you start going on these meds, man, I was like, try to change your diet up. Yeah. Try, you know, try to, you know, change that nutrition. I was like, because you don't want to start taking all that medicine, man. You start putting all that poison in your system. And I'm not trying to be conspiracy theory because I know people – Hey, if you guys like that kind of stuff, cool. But for me, I try to go the natural way first right. before I have to go that way. Right. No, be, no, you're right, Briz, because the natural way is, is much better. If you can do it by changing your diet or they have uh, herbal supplements you can take for certain things before you get on that medication. Because medicine, you know, sometimes the medication have, have side effects and then it'll be something else, you know. <laughs> so and that's, you know, and that's my and that's my thing too, because you you be watching the commercials when they be talking about them different medicines and, <laughs> and they run through the side effects and they try to make it all cool and shit. I'm like, wait, what did you just say? Yeah. Lay down in my wear. <laughs> <laughs> then they talk about yeah, if you have suicidal thoughts, 
Like what? Why, I'm why like, are you yeah. making me have suicidal thoughts? Right. I'm like, dude, I just went to the doctor with low iron. Now I want to kill myself. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Give me back the low iron. <laughs> you see, getting bleeding out of your rectum or something like that. Oh, what is? This? Bro, and they screw. They 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 pass through them damn side effects so damn fast, and then they try to distract you. They be yeah. showing dogs running around them happy yeah. shit. I'm like, no, no, no. I haven't moved past the in my butt. <laughs> Oh man, no, no, thank you. I, 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 I'll, yeah, I'll just have low iron, man. Listen, oh. I, I will, or I'm gonna fucking change my diet up, and, and you know, maybe do a little more research into the type of foods that I'm eating, you know. But, but at the same time, man, I just try to, Jules, I try to stay off those meds, man, because, like you said, the side effects are one thing, but those meds, you don't know what they're gonna do to your body composition, your right. mental. Because I'm an active cat. Some of the medicines, you know, they change you. You get a little groggy. You know, you're not, you lose kind of some motivation. I ain't trying to do yeah, all that. You're not yourself. No. Yeah, no. you're not yourself. You walk around like a zombie, you know. So, mm -hmm. hey, sometimes some of the medicines, boy, they mess up your manhood. I ain't trying to do it all that now. Uh oh. You say you need that, right? No, man. <laughs> got to give out them grown man gifts. I ain't there got you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> say grown man gifts. <laughs> Y'all welcome. <laughs> so speaking of which, I think that's a perfect, perfect uh, sidebar to to talk to our audience real quick. So, I know Jules on the last episode he talked about man, we should make this a we should make an ask prayer segment on the show. I think it's a phenomenal idea, Jules. But however, I think we should wait till next season. Audience, I know you guys sent over a couple. Maybe we might get a couple of those in towards the end of the season, which is going to probably be late July. We promise y'all when we kick off season five in September, we'll make it a, a, a regular part. But it ain't going to just be an ass press. It's going to be ass both of us. Just uh -oh. Jules, Jules got some knowledge, too, on this thing. He probably got more knowledge about it than me. Yeah. I just sometimes just have no filter. That's probably <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> but no, so that I think that'll be really good, and that'd be a great you know thing to put into the show. So in addition to the mailbag questions, ladies or gentlemen, we're here to answer all y'all questions about trying to have better interactions with the opposite sex. So hmm. Jules and I are here to help. You know, Prez, one good thing, you, you, I can tell the ladies, you can never go wrong with, good, with a good meal. <laughs> so that's just a quick, right quick. That and sometimes silence is golden. But listen, I got <laughs> one else for y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's just a little that's taste it. right there. That's a little taste. That's a little taste now. <laughs> Y'all gotta wait. Well, let's get into it, Jules. So today's fair or foul comes over from Denise from Clarksville, Tennessee. And this one was kind of interesting, Jules, because I want to hit this from two different um, aspects of the conversation. She wanted to know, fair or foul on Dr. Dre not inviting the game to participate in the Super Bowl halftime show. But then also, we also saw where the game went out and kind of criticized Dr. Dre. So I also want to say, was that fair or foul on the game? All right, so here's the thing. I I, I want to say it's fair for Dr. Dre. Well, here's, here's the thing. It's his baby. So it's right. fair. It's his thing. So it's fair because he had on there who, who you want to have on there. He could have did it a different way where he let the cats know. I'm, I'm not sure if he did or didn't, but well, of course, according to the game, he didn't, I guess, have a conversation with him. I, you know what, Prince? You know what? It's fair. It's Dr. Dre's thing. He's presented it. He's he, the headliner. He 
he put the PP1 in place. But I was looking at this from the game perspective, like, man, okay, you in LA. You could have did an LA thing with Q, you know, uh, man, quick. You got other cats from LA you could have put on there. Because, yeah, in, in addition to Snoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was a little thrown off with Mary and uh, and uh, I'm not sure where Kendrick's from. He's from Cali. He's from, okay, so I, you know, we know why M was there. Right. And then Mary from, from I, I believe, Queens. Yeah. So I, I was a little thrown off with, with, with Mary. Maybe... Ah, Maybe he could have had uh, the game or or Cube. Uh, if anybody, I would thought Cube would be in it. But this is his thing. That's that's the lineup he picked. So I'm gonna just call it fair on that one. And I want to say I want to call it fair for uh for the game to be a little bit upset because if I was in his shoes and now I wouldn't blast man on on you know on any platform anything like that. I'll yeah, just but like, you know, man. but you know, but you because you're a grown man, Jules. But man, thanks, man. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put him on blast. I'd be like, man, I wish I would have performed too. You know, I wish he would have did it this way. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, talk down about my man. But um, I, I, I think it's fair on both ends for a Dr. J did what he did, uh, the people we had, and also for the game to be a little upset about it because you know, hey, hey, the game feel like he's he is LA. You know, he's a uh, oh man. But uh, you know he's from the you know he's from he's from the streets and he represents yeah. the streets and, and rap about it in, in, you know in his lyrics and stuff and oh he definitely he definitely lets you know he's from, yeah. from the streets <laughs> yeah so I call I I call it fair on, on both ends I just didn't like the way how how the game is handled though yeah so Jules I feel like it's fair on Dr Dre's part now Dr Dre we know how he operates man he's a perfectionist so you know in his mind when he was putting this show together. He had a certain way that he thought this show was going to work, Jules. Right. And mm-hmm. so, hey, listen, in his mind, that's how he wanted it to be. I ain't going to criticize Dr. Dre ever on this show about right. nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, fair there. I also have to say that also Dr. Dre might have not wanted to put game on there because maybe, just maybe, I'm just putting this out here, nothing, nothing that Dr. Dre has said publicly. But do you think that maybe Dr. Dre maybe might be trying to distance himself a little bit from the game? Mm. Because what? Because as uh, because of his who he associated affiliated well, with, like or? his associations, maybe the okay. way that, that the game moves. Dre's okay. like a baby billionaire out here in these streets. You never mm. know. That's a good point. That's a good no. point. And and then also the the in the the halftime show is more. It's press. Can we say is it is it family? It should be family friendly. Or? Yeah, unless Janet and Justin up there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a show. <laughs> Man. Man, that was a while ago, too. Well, she had some big ass nipples, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't go look that up now. <laughs> Man, I don't know how you missed it. They tried to blink them things out and they was bouncing. I'm like, good Lord, Janet. Good Lord. Mm. Anyway. Okay, back back on. Yeah, let me get back on topic here. <laughs> okay, I almost got lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. It's okay. It's fair. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that's fair. My man, thank you, Jules. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the game, though, I think that I give him a foul. Okay, because pick up a phone, bro. Like, did y'all have a discussion before you went on the podcast and started saying that Kanye did more for you 
in two weeks that Dr. Dre did for you and the whole time y'all mm. worked together? Because I'm like, didn't Dr. Dre put you on the map? Right. Mm, I don't know about that, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you know Kanye, I know he's a musical genius and all, but come on, man. You don't ever bite the hand that feeds you. And the second thing, Jules, and you and I talk about this all the time, some things just need to stay in-house. True. I, mad press, man, you hit it on the head there. True. We, why, why, when do we get, when something don't go our way, we're upset about something, we, the first thing we do when we hop on this social media and just blast into the world. Mm-hmm. Man, that's what I said. I, that's what I'm saying. He should have. He could have handled it different. It's okay to be upset. You, you know, you wish he was out there, but you could have. You could have did it handled it a different way. Yeah, and so, Jules, I don't know where we going as a society in a lot of different ways. But come on, man, the game. That's that's not that's not <laughs> that ain't man behavior. Tighten up, like pick up the phone to call that man. You know, I'm mm -hmm. sure he had his reasons, but he don't owe you no explanation either. It was his show. Nobody owes you anything in this world. And I yeah. try to tell this to people all the time. Yeah, it, it'll be nice if one of your guys that was on put you on. But guess what? If he don't, then figure your own path out. Game, you 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 a millionaire out here. You, you've been in hip-hop. Create a lane for yourself. See, what he was thinking about was, oh, man, if I'd have got on that Super Bowl show, it'll put me back out there in the mainstream. It'll put me back on. I get it. I know that's probably what he was thinking. But, hey, it didn't work that way. True. Hey, man, man. Maybe next year. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> hey, man. Now, now, Prez, I'd all think, I, I, I wouldn't mind. I, I would like to see Cube out there. Oh, yeah. That would have been dope. That would have been, been, man. That would have been dope. Ooh, that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. You don't hear Cube over there, you know. No, because guess what Cube over here doing? He creating, like I talked about earlier with the big three. See, Cube out here, he's an entrepreneur. He's always been that way. And so, game, get on your shit, man, and figure out your own thing. Don't, don't be trying to ride coattails now. <laughs> right, true, true. But you know what's one thing that was kind of interesting? Eminem, they said, told Dr. Dre he wouldn't do the show if 50 wasn't involved. Right, I remember that, man. And that's... Mm -hmm. Oh, right, yeah, because 50 from yeah, New York, too, so right. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Those hits right there was 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 banging i mean i want 50 and it was working together dude <laughs> come on it it, it it flowed maybe because when like you said dre's a genius and the chemistry that he had on there now now prayers i ain't gonna lie to you i love mary j blige i don't have no problem with it she's a, a you know gorgeous person a beautiful singer i was a little i was a little thrown off with her performance <laughs> it was it was i mean it was cool but it was like man where does it fit with everybody else well yeah a lot of people said that yeah so yeah. I, you know you know hey i mean but hey that was his vision so hey who, who am i to say but but it was a, it was a dope halftime show man i mean oh, it was bro, a dope i'm talking show. about one for the ages man i think right. to me it was up there with the one um i thought the one bruno did was pretty dope prince uh -huh. i saw that one live in the yep. rain i'm talking about man prince playing that piano in the rain i'll never forget that like those, but I'm telling you, this Dr. Dre was up there with those to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? There's not a lot of times you can go back and just, hey, man, let me check out this halftime show. <laughs> I went back and watched that halftime show maybe at least like seven, eight times. The one with Prince? With uh, with, with Prince A, uh, Michael Jackson a couple times, but with this one with with, with Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. I went yeah. back and saw that it at least fire. about eight times. It was fire. It was, yeah. I like that whole setup, man. Oh, yeah. Dre killed it. Dre killed it.
Jay killed it. And then your boy Eminem at the end taking a little knee. I was like, okay, M, I see you. I see you, M. Dude, shout I out even to, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Hey, I didn't even pay attention to that until Cass was like, man, you see him? I said, man, I didn't even see that. But <laughs> <laughs> Yep, he sure did. And then apparently, well, we talked about this before, but M was like, I guess that he was they told him not to do it. He did it anyway. Right. And you, you know, like he's like we always say, I'm gonna do what he wanna do. <laughs> what you gonna, that, that man, that man rich, man. What you gonna say that man? You can't tell him and him a goddamn thing. Listen, Jules. I'm broke and you still can't tell me shit. Could you imagine if I had some Eminem money? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, if you if you broke or you rich, that's it. Hey, man, good luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jules was like, hey, y'all just better leave him alone. <laughs> right. Man. <laughs> no, hey, 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 you ain't broke, man. I, I see how you move, man. You ain't. <laughs> hey, man, you got some bread over there, man. Matter of fact, man, let me, let me hold something, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I always, I always, I'm always here for people, even though uh, I know people with the have lake houses don't really need much, but you know, whatever, Jules, whatever I can do to help, <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> but let me let's get into the uh, to the mailbag questions. So we were just okay. talking about the NFL, so I thought this would be a perfect segue. So Corey from Auburn Gresham's neighborhood here in Chicago, he wanted to know on the heels of on the heels of Jack Del Rio's comments. On the Capitol riots, Corey wanted to know, fellas, what does this say about the culture within the NFL when you have an assistant coach that felt freely about saying what he said about the Capitol riots January sixth? You know what? I, as far as the culture in the NFL, it's just that it's just that dude's uh, comment, man. I, I, the culture of the NFL, because uh, Ron uh, Rivera ended up finding that dude. I think he got fined hundred k. It doesn't speak to NFL in a whole. You just got some cats that's in the NFL and in in the world, you know, speaking. Just that's how they feel. Now I know later on he apologized. You know, they to the coach uh, Rivera and 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 Del Rio had a talk, and he, you know, he, he, I guess there was an understanding. He went to every player and he had a he didn't talk and stuff. But, bruh, Prez, I don't get the this insurrection where you call it dust up, whereas where, you know, right. there's a fancy word for it. It was just a quarrel or a fight. Not when you get people talking about hanging pins and killing your Congress people. Yeah. Let's call it what it was. That shit was an attempted coup. Yeah. That, you know, so it's like, bro, you trying to dumb this down. You can't. And, the then, <laughs> and, then, and then another thing that's been popular that's been coming up. And I guess this is why Corey, this is a really excellent question because I do disagree with you, Jules, in the messaging when it comes to the NFL. I think the culture of the NFL is fucked and it's been fucked for a long time. Think about what we talk about with the lack of African-American owners. True, the fact true. that the coaching mm -hmm. situation is the way it is in the NFL, right? Black coaches do not get <laughs> second to third chances. A lot of times these black coaches, they get one year and they get fired, right? No, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Where true. they recycle the, the non-black coaches. But then also, too, Look at that Colin Kaepernick situation. No matter which part of the offense that you're on, we all know that the man was blackballed. That's a part of their culture. And so when I look at this man that had the audacity, Jules, to go on Twitter and call that insurrection a dust-up, that ain't no damn dust-up. You know what a dust-up is? I'm outside. My neighbor's maybe playing some music loud, and I'm like, bro, it's late. Mm -hmm. And then maybe we have a couple words. That's mm -hmm. a dust up. That's a right. You can't call no dust up when people lost their damn lives. No, 
No. It's irresponsible, bro. You a grown-ass man, but you know what it is? He's an ignorant man. But what I feel like that's going on in the NFL is you got a lot of this ignorance. Because the NFL, let's call it what it is, Jules, it's the, the good old boys club. So don't just think, audience, that Jack Del Rio is just a renegade out here. They all have these type of viewpoints. They just don't verbalize that shit. Right. It's, it, like I say, it's everywhere. And yeah, you have more than Jack Del Rio. Those opinions it, 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 it feel like that this was nothing. And then he compared it to uh, what the, the the riots or whatever the case during the George Floyd uh, 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 murder. You know, it, it, right. Dude, he said the best, man. The dude was just an ignorant man, that, which I don't know, man. You know, some cats, man, they be knowing stuff. They just want to say some stuff to get some type of reaction or something, man, because it's like, bro, you know, it doesn't even make any sense when what you, how you compared it to. Right. You know, it, it, he, he, was, he was trying to be cute. Yeah. It wasn't, it don't make any sense, man. Because this is my thing. Protesting against the murder of someone is not the same as these folks that oh, breached the Capitol. Come on, let's let's just be honest here. Breached the Capitol. Now, I've talked about on this show a thousand times, Jules, and you know this personally. I was out protesting Kenosha, things that were happening here in Chicago. I ain't pick up not one goddamn brick. I didn't bother nobody's business because the people that I was out there with wasn't on that. So I take offense when I hear people, the first thing they want to say when it comes to the George Floyd or the Kenosha situation that people were out there rioting. I wasn't, and I didn't see a lot of people that were. Now, with anything in this world, you're going to have people that are going to take advantage of a situation. True, so true. when you have an individual like Del Rio that's going to sit here and try to lump in some renegade folks with the whole, that's not right. Because when I looked at that capital insurrection, that wasn't peaceful. Hell no. <laughs> I told you what I've done, uh, Prez. Oh, I remember that. That was very hostile. It, it, it was like, man, we need to call them some airstrikes. That was that, mm -hmm. that, was that type of situation. <laughs> and that would have been brown people in that oh. damn Capitol building. It would have been hundreds dead. But see, don't, people still ain't ready to have that conversation. These folks right now got to leave that shit unscathed. Got to go back to whatever city they were from. And then now they're finally getting arrested for what they did months later. And they complaining about it. Yeah, no, no time to complain. Yeah, you you out there, you did it. You on videotape. You got mm -hmm. receipts and records showing that you was going to D.C. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, it hey, is. Bro. Yeah, right. Now you're getting popped off and it's like, no, oh, this is, you know. Hey, ain't nobody tell you guys go down there and. Press, I, I don't get what was it. What was the, what was the goal here? I don't know, man. Because if they would have saw Mike Pence, what was they gonna do? Right, exactly. You actually was gonna drag this dude out like by a rope and hang him. Like what? What? Well, honestly, bro, I asked that question. I'm afraid. You know what? I take that back because this some crazy people out here. You ain't. It ain't no telling what they would have done, bro. Because remember the one person they found he had zip ties and all kind of stuff. Who knows what they would have done? They probably would have kidnapped some folks. Probably, man. So, you know what? I'm going to be careful with that one because we have some sick times. You know what? You're right. You're right. It's just no telling now. There's just no telling. You get a battery pack up the wrong person's back? Shit.
So I'm just thankful, man, for people like our brother Eugene that was out there steering them, du- them dudes, sending them yep. off. Remember that yep. he sent their yep. asses off? <laughs> he sent them off. Because at first, it was like, man, what's, up? What, what's my man doing? That hallway is where everybody, while the, uh, the, the, the council members was at. That's right. So he he he, he was baiting them, telling them, no, come here, you know, pushing them and, you know, tell them, follow me or whatever. And they, you don't know what he probably, he, they, he probably said some crazy shit to their ass too. <laughs> right. He probably He's did. Like, <laughs> he probably was, man. He probably man. yelled at the Biden one. <laughs> <Just ran. laughs> they were like, let's go get him. <laughs> they probably say all types of stuff that do. <laughs> you know what? I, and, and I'm over here making jokes, but anyway, there's probably uh, some, no. some crazy shit being said to that brother. Man, that's why I could. Oh, my God. God, man, I take my head off to the people out there trying to protect it, to protect the Congress people and try to protect the Capitol building. But man, my God, that was, now I know one thing, Jack, there ain't no damn dust up. Come on. Nah, I wasn't no <laughs> dust up. And, and you can't tell me that wasn't no inside job either. But you know what? I'm going to get on to the next question, audience. Y'all have y'all opinions <laughs> about that? Of course it is. <laughs> of course. All right, Jules. So the next mailbag question comes over from Eugene from Charleston, Illinois. He wanted to know, what are your thoughts on women that have mm. a man or a significant other that posts thirst traps online? Mm. I don't mind looking, but you, you, <laughs> hey, you, you might. <laughs> hey, listen, you set yourself up for something now. You keep doing that. I think, you know what, Perez? I, man, women just nowadays, some modern women that's coming up, they just, I know everything is social media we living in the social media world where uh everywhere you know people post something and they get only fans and uh, other stuff and you know you know you got a lot of stuff on tv with with the, the, the with the housewives and hip-hop basketball and everybody's so voluptuous and striking poses and taking this and that we just living in this era where hey you know check me out look at me you know mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, that's cool. And I'm glad you feel confident in yourself. But if you got a dude and you you provocative and you showing a little too much, it might cause it, you know, it will cause trouble at the home. Hell yeah, will. So if you I, got a real if you got a real man in that home, right, will. If you got a right, if you got a real man like 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 Press and Jew, hey man, I don't have no problem with my wife. If you want to take a picture, you look good, but it's classy. Mm-hmm. She's a classy woman anyway, so she ain't got to worry about all that. Hey, I, I hey. second that. I second yeah. that. That's a, that's a queen over there, right? And if she wanted to do some provocative pictures, I'm I'm the one. I'm the photographer. Ooh, talk <laughs> that talk, Jules. <laughs> for your eyes only. For right. your eyes only. Right. So I just say for the women who's doing it, be careful. Be careful because you might invite some things into your relationship and it won't turn out good. No, man, Jules, I agree with you 100. You know what I what I call thirst traps, Jules. They relate their relationship killers because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I look at that, no, so now whether it's Instagram or Twitter, you see so many of the, so many of these situations. Because with OnlyFans, like that's when you on there, you definitely want people to mm-hmm. be thirsty. Well, true, true. But when, I, when I'm thinking of like an Instagram or a Twitter, or even a Facebook, I mean, I feel like people may do that too. But the reason why I feel like it's a relationship killer is because there's times out here that women and, and even men too. Some of the people that you follow on these platforms are people that you've maybe dated before, right? That you still maybe follow, you still maybe casually like friendly with them or whatever the case may be. But then there's people that you follow 
that may have a thing for you, right? Or right. there's probably some people in that mix that just are creeps. So you doing all this stuff and posting all these kind of pictures, and guess what? Now you're going to get all this attention from all these other people that ain't your damn man. Because mm. we start posting them thirst traps, what's the first thing going to happen? You're going to have all these weirdos sending you messages. Creeps. Yeah, yeah. and you never know. So get somebody stalking you too. Yeah. So yeah. And I don't think a lot of these people that do this, and I hope they're professional people, but they don't think about the other part. You posted this stuff, people screen grabbing that shit. They can send that to your employer. Dude, that's another thing. I need to think about that. Right, right. Oh, yeah, right, dude. They can send it to your employer or or let's say you have that, let's say you have an ex, you know, just want to play, you know, just blast you. Mm-hmm. Put you on blast and share it to everywhere. I mean, uh, it's once that thing is out there in the cloud, Whew. dude. There's no, you know, ask ask Kim, ask Paris. Yeah, yeah, they know, they know. But you know what? That, hey, that shit put on Kim though. She made her a billionaire, so I'm sure she. And honestly, I feel like her and her mom orchestrated that sex tape. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, they did. And any crazy that Ray J was a star at the time, and that woman a billionaire now. Ain't nobody checking for Ray J no more. No, no. And, uh, I don't know. I can't do it <laughs> with sex tape. I'll just see. I, I mean, I can, but no, I can't. <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, I will say this: I could, but right. I gotta have the only copy of that mug, and that gotta right. be in the safe somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when I'm talking about these thirst traps, though, Jules. You know another thing that I think about this situation, and Eugene, this is why I'm a, this is where I'm going to hit it from. Okay. If that's my woman, I'm going to be looking at her like, why do you need to do all that? Now, great, mm-hmm. you feeling cute about yourself? Cool, you want to post like a little picture of your face, right. and oh man, I'm killing it today. Great, but if you ain't got no damn clothes on Harley, and you doing all that for randoms, Mm-mm. no, that's supposed to be for me. Because when you're doing that kind of stuff, it's like, wait, is our shit solid over here? Because like that's the behavior of an insecure person when you're posting all that kind of stuff. See, the way that I look at it is that's supposed to be for me. That's supposed to be special. That's supposed to be something that we do for each other. you doing all this for some random folks, and it's like, damn, then <laughs> what am I here for? You know what I'm saying? Because you doing the same thing for them that you're doing for right. me. So it's like, are you seeking attention? Am I, am I, am I giving you attention? Or right. you, you seek attention from other guys or, right. or girls, you, you know? Or do you prefer attention from others? Right. Is, is this a deeper issue that, hey, something used not fulfilled by our relationship or our situation, whatever it may be? Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, uh, that might be a little bit more of a different situation now because <laughs> what, what you trying to say? Right. <laughs> Why are you doing all this? You need attention from one of them little exes, one of them little them little dusty dudes you used to talk to before me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what we doing? Right. Let, let me know. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, let me know. You know what I'm saying? Let me know if you try to attract Demetrius. Demetrius. I hope he got the job now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he, hope he got a job. I hope he, he, he better looking. I hope he, you know what I'm saying, he can do it like me. But, you know, hey, if you, that's where you want to go, all right. <laughs> Listen, there's the door. There you go. <laughs> because at the end of the day, man, you can't teach anyone how to respect you. They either do or they don't. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. 
And that's just how I see a situation like that. I'm all for my woman wanting to be sexy. However, though, I'm all about respect, too. Because the same thing that I don't want her to be out here doing, I ain't going to be doing it either. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Simple point. <laughs> I agree. And ladies, it ain't controlling that I don't want my woman putting her stuff all over the internet like that. So y'all can, I know, because I know, I, I can already hear him over here talking. Uh-oh. Oh, man, prayers. He, 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 he controlling. No, he ain't. No. No, he ain't. Uh-uh. See, prayers and jewels, we kings over here. Mm-hmm. And we also know how to treat women. But you know what? Some of these women's out here doing some of the stuff that they're doing. They may know queens. And Man. I do not feel any kind of way saying that. Do you? Because it, 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 it's, it's true. It's the truth. So every female out here is not a woman. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's more than just, you know, I can, uh, you know, I have the, the body parts or we can deliver a baby. You no, know, it's, it's, it's all that. It's how you carry yourself, man. And, and, and you out there, like you said, you exposing everybody, everybody your goods and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then also too, on the flip side of that, all these men ain't men either. We talk Dude, about come that on, on the show too. Come on. Right. True. So audience, y'all know, we keep it a buck on this show. But this question here in particular, man, that shit rubbed me the wrong way, Eugene, when I read your question. I'm like, why are they doing that? Uh-uh. What they should do, you want somebody to thirst over you, bring your ass home from work tonight. <laughs> Come yeah. over there here. You go. I'm going to make it rain with some Monopoly money over in this bitch. You're going to get all the thirst you can handle. <laughs> all the thirst you can handle. I'll treat you like I ain't fucking had a drink in months. All right? There you go. There you go. That's what that's 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 where you get that's where you thirst. You thirst over here. Right. Yeah. Get that shit quenched over here. You don't need get you don't need get it quenched. Oh next question. <laughs> Cynthia from Harvey, Illinois. She wanted to know, what did you guys think about Ricky Williams taking his wife's last name to create balance in their marriage? It ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Reading the story, I, I, I get what he's. It's an honorable thing that he did that he's that he did for his wife. But he said when they're together, she gets lost. But right. you understand, you're Ricky Williams. Mm-hmm. And so it's an NFL player. Right, it don't matter if you change your name to hers. You still Wiki Williams or what's the name, Eric or something? Eric Moran, no. Yeah, Cause, Eric Moran, because his Ricky ain't his real name. Right, right. You know, it's uh, Eric, uh, uh, Eric. And so, it's. I, I mean, to me, to me, I mean, I it might be wrong, but I mean, to me, you still, you still, you know, what we know about Ricky Williams, we still, you know, you about Ricky Williams. So, I don't think it's gonna work, Press. I mean, it's, like you said, it was honorable, mm-hmm. and I get what he was trying to say, but I'm going to push back on Ricky real quick. Okay. Now, I also heard that Ricky said that Williams ain't really his last name because right. remember what he said about his grandmother? He said, listen, <laughs> she took a name from someone that wasn't even my dad's father. Father, right. So he don't even have an affinity to that last name. That last name really don't mean anything for him. So it's a lot easier for you to take her last name, which, hey, listen, still props to you. 
But I don't know, I want all these women sit up here talking about, oh, Ricky Williams, he's the epitome of a man because he did this and he did that. That man had no affinity to that last name, y'all. Yeah, right. y'all believe that. Jesus, y'all, y'all even more gone than I even imagined. <laughs> he had no affinity to that right. last name because I'll tell you one thing, Jules. You gonna get this last name. You know why they gonna get this last name? Because my grandfather, that was his last name. That's his last right. My brother don't have the last la the same last name as me. My mother doesn't share my last name. Mm. Last of the Mohicans over here. So you gonna get that name, and anything that mm. come from me gonna get that name. Well, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, Press, why did why don't he do research and find out where his where his lineage is, where his family, where's what's his his origin is. See, now I see Jules say, now that is where I was thinking. I'm saying, okay, fine. So you don't know that, that last name, but we didn't go do some research. Right. Go, go figure it out. Well, who are you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, who are you? I mean, I... But I feel like a lot of us African-Americans need to do that. We need to know who we are because a lot of us, that's why we walk around the way that we do today because we don't know who the fuck we are when we come from. But that's a, another story. Oh, yeah. Another episode. Yeah, we stripped from it. So, yeah, that's another story, man. A deeper issue, too. But you get what I'm saying, Jules. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. But I think it was really easy for him to do that because in that situation, while he was like, oh, my wife gets lost in my presence, she's still going to continue to be that way. Depending on what type of circles y'all in, I know she's mm -hmm. a high-priced attorney. But, bro, you still play the NFL. You're going to have TMZ, paparazzi people, when they pull up, when they see you pull up, they're going to be in your face. Right. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. And there's nothing wrong with it. She knew who she was getting with. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's not lost. Let's be honest, dude. She's with you. So she's not lost. It's 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 up to you. Like if my wife and I we we go on the setting and we're talking, I include whatever we talk about, I always include uh my wife. I know how to work with the whole crowd, and also she's she's there where you know, and, and she's vocal where she gets in the mix and get into the conversation or debates or whatever the case may be. So she's not lost, bro. I, I mean, to me, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not there. I wish I was, but I'm not there. And um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to me, man, I I think this is just I don't know what to make of this. It's nice. I think it's honorable. It's nice, and and that's the way you feel the way. But he's saying with with his with his circle with his social events and stuff. So it's like, dude, everybody know that's your wife, but you exactly. still you still Ricky Williams though. <laughs> so anywhere you go, Prince. Anywhere he goes, it's going to be like, bro, how's NFL? How's this? He, he probably get asked a million questions. Mm -hmm. And probably the same shit he probably had been hearing for years. But you know what? It's going to keep happening because you Ricky Williams. Yeah, you Ricky Williams. Man, I... It's no disrespect, to, but you no, Ricky Williams. Right. You Ricky Williams. A quick story. I'm The the, the gym I'm at, the, the boxing gym I'm at, uh, a couple years ago, uh, Calvin Hayden comes in there and box. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude that intercepted against us in the damn Super Bowl. Yeah, so we give, him, we, yeah, we give him slack. We, 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 yeah, we give him some slack for that, man. And every time we, we, we know him. So when he comes in there, we, you know, it's less and less conversation because we know him. We already talked to him. But it's right. always something about NFL. Yeah, of course, it's always something. You know, so it's like, dude, you, uh, you know, those are the things that's going to happen to. Him. And in time, until you know, you know, end of this life. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But he just in there trying to get work in. But you guys still in the beginning, that was the, the icebreaker, right? That's how y'all kind of got to know him a little bit. Right. Now it's yeah. about the sweet science, but then it wasn't that. 
man, a real good, real good dude, man, real good dude. Uh, he brought uh, he brought Taraji in there one time. Uh, uh, when he was, I was working just out, getting ready to ask you, like, yep. Taraji when they was, there? yep, she came in there one time, and you know, and uh, nobody, you know, met, you know, she she spoke, and you know, everybody pretty much there working and didn't didn't crowd or nothing like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but you know, he came. Because I was asking my man, say, all right, so where you put the ring at? Where the ring? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so he said his mom having his stuff. So, I mean, it's just, dude, you're fascinated because this dude, it, you know, a brother at that in the NFL doing things. And it's like, it's it's it's, it's amazing. It's, you know, you're, you're like a kid almost in a way. Like, and, and, and he from the South Side. And he from South Right, right. You know, went to Harvard High School. You know, so you we want to. And see, that's the thing, too, Jules. And this is why I want to make sure that people that listen to this show, whether you are from our community or whether you're not from our community, you understand there's still greatness in these communities. There is greatness in these communities. We see so many examples of it. Mm -hmm. But we can't allow people to just try to put all the negative stuff that's happening out here in the world and try to just say, oh, well, everything to do with the South Side is bad. No, because no. you listen to excellence on this podcast. And that's not cockiness and arrogance talking. But me and Jules are the products of those same communities that people will sit here and have you believe in that you can't walk down the street in. That's Cap. Mm -hmm. I go over there anytime I want to. I don't have no problems. But I tell you one thing. I'm cautious of my surroundings no matter where I go. Oh, dude, that don't leave you. <laughs> man, that don't leave you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm all the way out here and I'm watching. Of course. It's, man. You, you'd be a fool if you weren't. Right. Damn, Super Bowl champion now. Mm-hmm. Married to Taraji. Come on now. That's Southside. Southside DNA. Put some respect on our communities. Dude, and you know the funny thing, Prez? You, I, it just dawned on me. Hell, we was pretty much rapping with, with Calvin instead of Taraji. See? See? That, it just dawned on me. It just, and, that was it just probably, and that was probably rare for her. <laughs> right. She was sitting over in the cut. We was pretty much just rapping with him. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I just thought about that. See? And it's usually the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about somebody being lost in a relationship. <laughs> shit. I'm sure most of the time, Kelvin be out. He probably don't even get they, they probably don't even ask him shit. <laughs> Man, dude, yeah, dude, you ain't kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you hey man, you you must be a strong bro. Hey, but but hey, hey, he good though. I mean, but some cats can't handle that. No, no, some cats can't handle that. That's that insecurity, bro. Yeah, no. See, and that's the thing, man. Kings and queens, they act as such. Mm -hmm. All right, our last mailbag question comes over from Mallory from Cleveland, Ohio. And Jules, this one cracked me up when he came across. <laughs> She said, if you guys are paying a million dollars, would you bungee jump from a skyscraper? Hell no. <laughs> I do not like heights, press. No, I'm saying. And I cannot, and I'm about to jump down with a damn rubber band? No. Uh -uh. I can't do it. Nope. I can't mm -mm. do it. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. <laughs> nope. Nope. I mean, Jules, I mean, <laughs> this is going to be a short one, uh, Mallory. Hell no. Um, <laughs> don't even, it don't even move the needle for me. And, and, and I'm saying, I grew up on the South Side, bro. I don't need much. You got to offer me a lot more than a million dollars for me to even think about some shit like that. I'm sorry. Because you a million dollars and I'm probably, the, there's a high likelihood that I'm going to die. 
and that's all you offer me? Shit, I'm straight. I'm good mm-hmm. with what I have now. Mm-hmm. I like my life. I ain't them cats that was on the old Mountain Dew commercials. Mm-mm. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No. When I was down in Vegas, this might have been last summer, and uh, I was standing at the Strat. You know, the stratosphere, they have the big that big tower, and people bungee jump off of that shit. So I'm chilling at the at the pool that's up top on the on the rooftop. And you can see these folks when they're doing the bungee jump shit. And I'm sitting up here in the pool with a drink in my hand, Jules, looking at these folks like that ain't no damn vacation to me. My vacation is what I'm doing right here, laying in this damn sun, checking out the scenery around here and drinking. Y'all folks over here on this damn bungee thing, hey, you don't know if that thing will malfunction. Come on. That's man-made. Come on. Come on, man. Man's man's imperfect. (laughs) So, no, 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 thank you. I'm I'm straight. And I know some people are like, man, you and Jules, y'all ain't fun. No, you know what? Oh, shit. We grew up where we grew up, so I'm going to fucking duck a couple if I can. So, that's where I'm at. Man, listen, life is short. A lot of stuff is going on in this world. But mm-hmm. damn sure I don't want my life to end before I before my time because my ass got on goddamn top of the damn Sears Tower and, and jump off for a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, just in case some some is not connected right or the band snap or whatever the case may be. Right. I know I'm good while my feet playing on the ground. That's right. That's right. Cause I tell you one thing, I even got wind of some shit like that. I'm like, Jules, yeah, uh, you ain't doing that shit. I ain't doing that show by myself, bro. What you doing? Fuck out of here. <laughs> but if he, but audience, if he did, just just in case he did, I'm like, hey man, uh, if you do do it, man, can I have your Mustang? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like it's yours, man. You got it. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, but. Point about it is, I know I ain't got to worry about you ever saying some shit like that because you're a smart uh-uh. man. Because that's uh-uh. that's stupidity. And Mallory, they gonna have to come up with a little bit more money than that. They want me to do something like that. You gotta give me like five hundred million. Yeah, they got sweet in the pot. And even at and even at their price point, I'll still be sitting up here like, but man, if I get that five hundred million, they gonna take like two hundred of it in taxes. So it's only gonna really be like three hundred. I'll still be talking myself out of it. Like, no, nah, I ain't doing this shit. I ain't working. <laughs> talking about yeah, the taxes is gonna be this. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then I have to do this, and then I, oh man, I can't stay here no more. And yeah. to, but it's more of a hassle. And then people I don't know is gonna come back, family and friends. Who want yeah. This. That's, all that should be pondering in my head when I'm up there. I'm like, no, nah, you know what, then I, I ain't going to be able to have real friends no more. Right. No, I can't do it. <laughs> somebody, I bet somebody listen to this like, man, give me that problems. Give it to me. I'll jump off. Yeah. I'll jump yeah. off with, with no band. Like, whoa, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> Y'all can have them. <laughs> like I said, bro, I don't need much. All right. So that's, 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 that's where that stands for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need much. I grew up with not having a lot, and I've learned how to appreciate the little that I have now. But listen, I'm not gonna sit up here and do nothing. I don't just money don't move me that way that I'm gonna do some shit like that to not only gonna make me like a dumbass, but it's gonna endanger my life or my future. No, I'm straight. So you get people out here, Jules, you throw them a couple hundred dollars and they'll act a goddamn fool. I'm like, that ain't me. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. All right, I'm not here for your entertainment. 
well, maybe on the show here, but I ain't going to be not tap dancing for y'all folks for no $100. I ain't doing that now. Nah, 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 nah. You ain't going to get no, you ain't going to get no shook in the drive, not me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 doing the jig and stuff for you now. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Them days are over. Mm -hmm. that Listen, that shine box is put away. There you go. Oh, man. What's with some fools, man. <laughs> oh, that's why people listen, bro. They they come here because they know. Listen, you gonna get authentic conversation here. We ain't gonna give you no fluff. We gonna give y'all really. I'm telling you, like, do people when they hit us up, Jules? They'll be like, man, the one thing I know about y'all, y'all gonna talk about the tough things, but it ain't gonna be no political ass answer. It ain't gonna be no kind of dancing around it. Y'all gonna nah. be straight to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we do. Yeah, that's because we. We're, some, we're just simple guys here. Just simple girls. Simple you. dudes, man. That's just simple, it. Just simple guys, man. But at the same time, we know people don't want some boring-ass content. And to the core of me and Jules, we are simple guys, but we're ourselves on this show. Yeah. The same way we're on this show, cracking jokes, you know, enjoying life. That's what we do in real life. You know what I'm saying? This man over here living his best life, eating sleeves of cookies right now. Oh man, I'm happy. You know what? Me. Hey man, I'm giving me some more cookies. I don't care what my wife said, man. I'm giving me some more, man. Yeah, bump, <laughs> bump you, wife. You don't control the cookies. So. Right. I'll be over. Well, I'll be over may, may, Well, maybe some cookies, but not them damn chips. Oh. Boy, now. Right. <laughs> 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 I'll be over prayers. I was praise. Can, can I stay over here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we grab some cookies. You found me. Yeah. <laughs> She probably you, eat you, you show with fucking cookie curls all over your oh. damn shirt. <laughs> I like she caught your ass right oh, <laughs> Ooh, we oh. this. Let's get into this. Let's get into okay. this topic. So today's topic comes over from Ahmad. And Ahmad was like, look, fellas. He said, during the Trump administration, you guys definitely make sure that you let us know. What you thought about him as a president, as a person, mm -hmm. all the whole nine. So Miles like, look, well, what's going on right now in this country? He's like, I want you guys to revisit your thoughts on Joe Biden's presidency to date. And so, Jules, this one for me is pretty simple. <laughs> okay, I, I I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say this to you, Mod. Okay. okay, I didn't have the most expectations of his presidency when he even went in there. However. And this is the same thing that I told you audience members a year ago or two years ago, whatever the long this fucker been in there. Mm -hmm. The person that we had in there before was a complete buffoon and a clown. Mm -hmm. So anybody that wasn't him, I was going to be receptive of. But I also told you audience, Joe Biden's history, I ain't forget about some of that shit he had, that, that damn crime bill. On his campaign, on that, on that campaign trail, when he tried to tell black people, are you really black if you don't vote for me? Motherfucker, you don't fucking control. You ain't the gatekeeper for black people. Anyway, I'm getting off this off the top. But no, there, were certain, there were certain little things, though, little, little, little things there. I was like, kind of like, I don't know about this dude. But Jules, like I said, I was open to it because America, we needed something different than what we had. All that division from the last four years. That wasn't how things were under Obama. 
Then we had all that nonsense that came out. And that's why we're dealing with some of the shit we're still dealing with today because of that last administration. True. Mm -hmm. But now when I look at this guy that's in there now, right? Saying all the things that he felt like he needed to. Tried to pony up with the black community. Tried to use the George Floyd and all the unrest. Mm -hmm. And the situations that's going on with law enforcement and the black community. And a very, and a wide, various amount of different issues that he used to gain favor with the African-American community. Then you get in the office, bro. What have you done for the African-American mm. community? Mm. That is where it, that's where it is for me. And Kamala, you sit over here arm in arm with this dude. Where you at, sister? Where you at? A, a, no, a, no, a non-factor. I just wanted to kind of just kick it off. That's where I am, Ahmad. I was open. When that man... Uh, when he got off that damn plane and he had that little run trot thing that he was doing, I was like, okay, Joe, you got some fucking pep in your stuff. You ready? But now I'm looking at it, I'm like, Joe, are you are you ready? Are you able to handle what's on your plate right now? Because I feel like you're getting hit with everything. Like, are you, are you able to handle this shit? That's kind of where I am now. Man, Prez, this right here, it's Really, we haven't seen much from Joe Biden. Let's be honest. Uh, the last administration. Let's. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say this. Some of his. 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 his some of his policies I can jive with, and there were some I didn't. I didn't like. As as a person, uh, Trump is. I didn't, I didn't like his, his tone. I didn't like his rhetoric. I didn't like how right. he spoke. But some of the things he did and implement, I was like, okay. I mean, all right. He showed, you know, it wasn't perfect. It was, it was a little rough. I mean, and then we really didn't get the chance to see all what he could have done because we had uh, COVID. COVID broke out. Okay. Now we got Joe Biden's, uh, you know, Trump is out, Joe Biden in office. Okay, cool. One thing Trump did, he divided America. Yep. He divided America. Okay, we looking for Joe Biden. I was looking for Joe Biden to put the America back together again. To heal. Right? To heal. To help us heal. Man, dude. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was what I was looking for. Because, like, hey, man, well, listen, it's, and and to me, Press, it feel like we are so more divided now than ever, man. It's yeah. just, I don't know what in the world is going on. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, bro. It's sad. So, it really is. But I mean, okay, so let's let's look at what's going on right now in the world, right? Mm -hmm. You got these gas prices that are going crazy. We got inflation. I mean, let's let's talk about this part of the fact that when you look at these damn house prices, you look at the fact that everything around you is astronomically going up. Mm -hmm. You look at the fact of what's going on with baby formula right now. There's so many different things that are going on in this country right now, and I'm not gonna put it all on one person. Right, right. There's a lot of stuff that's happening at one time. And it's think about this, Jules. The Treasury Secretary admitted that she got it wrong when it came to the inflation because she didn't predict some of the outside factors that have happened. That war in Ukraine, the supply chain, the, the supply chain situations that happened. It's killing everything. It's killing everything, right. It's killing everything. And so when you look at that, you combine that with that war that's going over in Ukraine, that's really messed up everything. The mm -hmm. situation that's going on with Brittany Griner, 
You are the president of the United States. We have a woman that is a U.S. citizen that is being held captive. I will cons- I consider her that they have kidnapped her. And and you know they they pushed her thing back. Yeah, another July, eighteen days. Another eighteen days, right? To July something. You ain't done nothing to get that woman up out of there. Y'all tried to do the whole thing. Well, we're going to be quiet about it because, you know, we don't want to give them a, a platform to be. No, fuck that. We need to make all the noise that we can. Get over there and get that woman out of there. Because i tell you one thing. You say whatever you want about the last one. I, don't, I had not had much respect for him. They wouldn't have pulled that. But, do, Press, he, he commanded respect. Pretty much they didn't mess with him, right? Because he was, but he, little, but he was, but he was also buddies with Putin. But he was, but right, yeah, yeah. But you know, some people they second, they didn't. He was unpredictable. Other leaders, and, I, and, and that's why case, they didn't fuck with him. That's why they didn't mess with him. You can say that, but you look at this administration here. You look at Joe Biden, like, press. I can't even sit up here and watch when he have a when he have a speech or a press conference. Mm. It is, it is rough, dude. Yeah, he don't look like he's with it, man. He don't. It, I mean, it's like. I, I, me personally, just me, don't look like he's fit mm. to, to run the presidency right now. Ooh, because that's, that's rough. It's, it's, it's because I don't know, it, it, it might just be too much. It's just, I know he got people, he got cabinet members to help him out, but look where we at. Look where we at. I mean, when he took office, when he took office, I just talked about unemployment was down, okay? Things was getting back up as far as retail sales. People was out there spending money. Uh, stimulus, I think he had one stimulus went under his watch. Uh, he had nominated the Supreme Court Justice Kanchaji Brown Jackson. Those were the good things you, I can I can remember what Joe Biden have, have done. But if you look at it, as far as the vaccine for the COVID, was it under his watch or was it more a little bit more under Trump's? With the well, he, I rate? feel like I feel like the vaccine that was him because Trump okay. bungled that shit. Okay, cool. But I give him that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, <laughs> I still think this whole COVID thing has created a lot of confusion with, uh-huh. amongst people, right? And so that that's one of those things. So I give him that one because Trump he he made a mess out of that COVID shit with that vaccine. Because they had they because they had to come in, they had to fix that whole. Thing. No, that was cool. I'm glad we, we you know we we talking about it so people can get an understanding what the the good that he, he have done, but. Those and those just I, I'm it might be some other stuff, I'm not sure, but that just speaks out to me just off the top of my head. But here's the thing, like we just talked about, his approval rate, man, under 40 percent is not good. Uh, pretty much people I'm, I'm, I'm reading is the lack of leadership we coming from the White House, it's on his watch. Mm-hmm. The troops, the, the troops that lost their lives in Afghanistan when he withdraw the American troops from Afghanistan, yeah, that was I, a fail. I didn't like the whole how that went down. You left weapons and stuff over there for the Taliban. I don't know what that was about. Uh, inflation hit all time high for over last for forty years, eight point six percent. We talked about what the gas prices, crude oil, <laughs> oil, the barrel of oil is over a hundred bucks a barrel. Let's not forget about the stock market. That shit stock is market plummeting. Dude. I can't even. I can't even look at my investments right now. That shit is sad. I ain't seen that much red. Well, I don't want to tell you the last time I saw that much red, but anyway, go ahead. You know, so the good have you done, but it's just now, just 
the stuff that's just happening now. And then, and then we're getting off it of when he's getting on a, a press conference or, or a speech or whatever. And he said, inflation could last for a while. Hmm. He said, it could come down gradually. That's not what you want to hear from a president. Hell no. People out here struggling to feed their damn families right, right. now. Mm-hmm. How you expect people to get to work and gas prices lit? And it's a privilege that I'm able to do this, but I showed you the the, the picture earlier uh, last week, Jules, when I filled up one of the yep. cars, and I showed you, and you was like, "How much was that the premium?" I'm like, "Yeah, six eighty eight a gallon." Now, think about the person that's got a family; they're the only person, the, the sole breadwinner, trying to get to and from work. Now, what if this person has a long commute to and from work? What do we have a gas prices? How many times people fill it up in a week now? Right. Right. And to the point that you were making about the way that he comes off, he looks powerless. Yeah, it's not confident. You know, you don't see confidence when you when you're watching this guy. You don't feel like he got it all. And then and you get your press secretaries and they don't know what they the, the reporters asking questions like, yeah, we'll get back to you. I'm not sure. We'll check into that. And it's like, wait, wait a minute, what is this? That this don't is the any, That don't breathe any confidence when you got to get no. back to me. Uh-uh. Uh, what, what do you mean? What, what's going on? People's money is getting, or losing money here. And you know what? If the war Ukraine is the biggest thing, all right, let's get over here. And let's, let's, let's figure this thing out so we can get kind of, you know, get back. It's, it, it's, it's a shame where you send a pair, yeah, we're a short supply of baby formula. What? You had to go buy a baby from where they go to China or something like that. I forgot. They wouldn't grab some from another country. Yeah, but they grabbed it from another country. Yeah. But America? Well, that's the supply chain that we were talking about. And and that's what it, it really showed you how this country is dependent on the middle class. Right. Who are the people mm-hmm. that are responsible for working in those places that are part of that supply chain? And when you didn't have those people doing so many things, it, it caused shortages everywhere. That COVID situation, mm-hmm. hey, nobody nobody was able to uh, predict that. Just right. like True. this thing with the inflation and the gas prices. These are things that are outside of his control. But however, when I hear him speaking of these things, that's why I say he looks powerless. He looks like he doesn't have a handle on stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to play the blame game. He's putting everything on the Republicans, which I do agree to an extent that the Republicans have denied some of the things he's tried to do with the gasoline. He's tried to give a little bit of reprieve to the American people because he's done it early in his presidency. You remember how he tried to get money back into the economy? Remember he did that rescue package. So he's done right. some uh-huh. things right. there. True. Mm-hmm. But what do we just talk about last week on this show, Jules? The lunch programs, the free lunch programs are getting ready to expire. That is on your watch, sir. It's on your watch. That's another thing. Right. Right. I mean, think about that reporter that was over in Saudi Arabia that got killed. Mm. That happened on his watch. See, so you're talking about how he half-assed pulled us out of the conflict in Afghanistan. I agree with that. But why do we have U.S. citizens that are going on foreign territories and they're not safe? Perez, I didn't understand that. I was like, wait a minute, what do we do? We pull the military, we still got civilians over there? And then you leave, then you leave a military type weapons. But it, 
and do you do you want them you want them to depend on uh, ally people over there to help get the civilians out? Like I don't, yeah, I I, I don't. That whole thing was just I, I I ain't get that. I ain't get that. I ain't understand that. I feel like this is just the way that I see with him, and I and I hope that I'm just wrong. But I feel like a lot of times when he speaks, I feel like he's just blowing political smoke. I think he's saying the things that he thinks that people want to hear. I don't even know if he even agrees or feels that way. Right. I don't even know if he even has a fucking handle on what the, what can be done here. And we talked about during the pandemic how the small businesses were the ones that were suffering in the pandemic. Well, they're mm-hmm. still suffering today. Mm-hmm. Think about who loses right now. What's happening right now, these oil companies, they're the only ones making money right now. Everybody else losing their asses. And I know he tried to condemn them and he tried to go after them. Them folks don't give a fuck about your speech and your, your rhetoric. No. They can collect they the get profits. They get they theirs. Get theirs. Hey, getting theirs in Nenso. <laughs> Man, I ain't never seen My God. And then in the summertime, naturally, gas go up anyway, you know, for some odd reason. To, you know, just in the summertime, it goes up. But it, on, on top of that, you know, stuff going over there, Ukraine, even $6, almost $7. Somebody talking about maybe $8 in some places. Mm, mm, mm. Well, how, I'm $8 for getting, come on, man. Yeah, I'm and, trying, to, trying to break out the bike. <laughs> and on top of this, let's talk about jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, yesterday here in Chicago, we found out Caterpillar moving its national headquarters away mm. from Chicago. Damn, Think that's, that's job losses for this area. Yeah. Yeah. Think about other areas of the country where people are dependent upon these big businesses to be in their town or their city. And when those people leave, when those companies leave, Jules, it leaves a vacuum because that's two, three hundred jobs at a loss. Dude, good jobs. Yeah. Good jobs. This is, man, Caterpillar. That's a reputable company. Man, and they probably leave them because it's too expensive. They probably found another spot they can go to where it's less taxes. Yeah, they're going down to Texas. Oh, Texas, okay. Oh, man. Good for Texas. Sucks for us, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's things for our community because those are job losses, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, now those are families that are impacted. And so that's what I'm looking at when I look at this presidency is just the fact of we're in a tough spot. And there's people out here in the world that they don't realize, man, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of things that are going on. Dude, these are some desperate times that people, when they have no options, they, they resort to anything and everything they do. You know, survival of the, of the fittest, right. they say, right? Right. It's survival mode, right? Yeah. And you got a lot of people in survival mode right now. Hey, you could be forced. You're going to see some John Q shit happening out here. This shit keep going the way it is. Oh, man. <laughs> you remember that shit? That one was like, do something, John. And John did. John did. He did what he, hey, he couldn't do anything else but this, but that. That's all. That was his last restraint. His, his last, last, last stand there. It's like, hey, I'm just kidnapping Dr. Hey, you performed the surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't have nothing else. And he gladly went to jail for it because what, what can, this is his son. Yeah, that's his son. So I'm over here. I'm like, listen, I'm like that wife to John. I'm going to do that to you, Joe. Do something, Joe. Uh, I don't think Joe would do what this though. did, though. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it to you again, Joe. Do something. <laughs> do something about these damn gas prices, bro. Uh-huh. 
help people to be able to get into a home. These home prices are fucking astronomical right now for basic ass cribs. I'm sitting up here looking at these. I'm like, somebody want that kind of money for that house? Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Everything, like I say, almost nine percent for this for the inflation. Uh, inflation. Everything get that inflation under control, brother. Groceries and everything. I I went hell with it. Talking about some Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree ain't Dollar Tree anymore. Hell no. Because when you talk about that two for five, I'm like, them like jewel prices back in the right. day. Right. <laughs> right. Two for five for them cookies. I was like, wait a minute. What happened to the dollar? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no yeah, Dollar General no more. Hey, listen. That ain't, that ain't our mom and, and pops Dollar General. Mm-mm. That should have changed. No, it changed. It changed. But you know but what? You, Jules, mm-hmm. while we over here giving Joe Biden the business, which deservedly so, I got to give something to Congress too. Okay. True. Do y'all true. do y'all damn jobs? Y'all supposed to represent us, but y'all ain't representing nothing but your own bottom lines and getting richer. What y'all inside trade that y'all be doing? Prayers. That's right. When stuff go on in the world, man, like a lot of things, when they talk about the mass shootings and the gun reforms, and that's just, I think that's just stuff that just get the people, just to get the American people, just focus on that instead of the real issue at hand, which is an issue that needs to be addressed. But it's like, okay. The stuff that you guys are coming up with is, you know, either register your weapons or 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 you can't buy a weapon to a certain age or discontinue this type of weapon. But it's like, okay, cool. But you guys can do more than just, this shouldn't be the focal point, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's other stuff that's going on, like what, what's, what's going on. The biggest thing is what's going on is, is, is this war or whatever, and then everything else is just... Just, just, just everything is just high, and people are just losing money and not working or whatever case may be. So, uh, you know, and, and instead of just, you know, they throw out this one thing, just keep you kind of occupied with that. Where, like you say, press, they get money, they're good. Everybody in that room is good, but we need them to do their jobs to help out the American people for for American for the people of all America because, whew, man, this can't keep going on because, like no. you're saying, you think it's worse now. People just think about it. Just think about what's going on. I don't want to. I, well, yeah, true. I mean, I mean, look at all these mass shootings. That's another right. thing that we talked about recently on this show. That's happening under his watch, which is not just a Joe Biden issue. This is just right. an issue that's been going on in America for the last 10 years. However, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is why I say to Congress, do something. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is they're in bed with the NRA. We got to fucking stop having people that are putting money in our pockets that are guiding us like puppets. That's what we're seeing right now here with these Congress people. See, they're shucking and jiving right now. When you talk about the shucking and jiving, that's what they do. They're saying one thing to the TV cameras, but behind closed doors, they're doing a whole lot of goddamn nothing. Oh, man. Right. They're filibustering. I mean, because they're not they're not pushing anything. They're not. No. It, it, you mean to tell me all them grown people in there, you guys can't come up with a common ground on this? You know what I'm saying? Prez, you, me, uh, uh, Dub, and everybody else, we, we can sit up here. There's a thing that we can talk about as far as how we're going through these platforms and the podcast. I like this, you like this, Dub like that, or whatever the case may be. Oh, I don't like this. We can come with a common ground within, within minutes. Yes. It's not, it shouldn't be this difficult, but they're making it this way, and, and you know, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's shame. It's a shame because you're dealing with people's lives here. <laughs> you really are. Uh, the crisis at the border. We need to get that stuff uh-huh. sorted out. Um, oh, now, right. Yeah, that was huge. They mm-hmm. kind of stopped 
kind of stopped talking about that anyway. But man, it was cats coming with me. I think it's important for us to make sure that we continue to, to kind of keep our eyes on the prize, you know what I'm saying, for a lack uh-huh. of better words. But uh-huh. hey, I think that's an issue that we definitely need to make sure that we're still honing in on. But I also like the fact, Jules, that you did take the time to point out some of the positives because I didn't do that. I went straight to the negative because I am just tired of what I'm seeing. I'm frustrated because I'm seeing people out here that just good people, man. They're just they're like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to figure this shit out. You should not have a world where people are sitting here, and I said it on the last episode, where you got millionaires and billionaires in this world, and you got people that are busting their ass every day, and they over here figuring like I can't figure out how to pay these bills. How am I send my kid to college? Mm-hmm. Now we talked about it on the show last season with these kids going to college. Having to get student loans, coming out of school with debt. That's another thing. Right. Vicious fucking cycle. What are you doing about the student loans, Joe? Right. Because on this campaign promise, he was talking about getting rid wiping out student debt, right? Forgiving that shit, right? Forgiving. Where you at? Mm. Do something, Joe. Mm. Come on, man. All this shit he was talking. Man, Joe, Joe Biden is just like the people that I grew up with, man. I was telling you what they was gonna do, and they ain't do shit for me. Then I got older and I had to do that shit for myself. Oh, there you go. Yep. (laughs) But see, the thing is, it shouldn't have to be. I I know I've I've said this stuff on the show plenty of times. I don't look for them to do that. But they're supposed to do something for you anyway, because those are people that are in office for the government, for the people, by the people. So that's their job. It's just messed up right now because... These cats are not acting, they're not acting like they, they're working for the people, they're working for themselves. But man, all that stuff you talking about, Press, man, the, the, uh, the uh, 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 tuition forgiveness. I have a niece going into college, she's going to, uh, she, she changed, she's going to Jackson State. Okay. So okay. she can really use that. You know, my, my brother and sister-in-law, they, they do well, but they, you know, not in a situation where they can pay or she can, or my niece can pay for college four years. Mm. So people need that money. You know, that, 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 that tuition forgiveness is, man, excellent. Like I said, my wife, she have a, 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 a student loans. Right. That you all had to then mm-hmm. take care of some, right? Yeah. So it, that was big. And people heard that was like, oh man, cool. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I hear you guys, I hear you guys say it all the time on, on another show, man. Empty calories, man. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> empty calories. That's what it man. is. Yeah. And I'm just tired of it. It's like, man, stop just saying stuff just for, to say it. Now, you talked about earlier, like, yeah, there's been some positives. Mm-hmm. Um, he did get the vaccine out there. Hey, a hundred million people got that vaccine. Whatever way you guys feel about that, he got that shit out there to the people. The, the infrastructure bill. He got that shit pushed through. Uh-huh. We talked about the pandemic relief bill. He did that. Early on, he got things done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now, where you at, mm-hmm. Joe? Yeah. Get in the game, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Now now he's in my head. Now, stuff is hitting fan now. He, he, there's ain't no time for him to call up in, on that bunker. Come on out, man. We here's right now. He he can be a rock star if he come out here and, and handle this stuff. 
But see, I don't know if he's strong enough or the people he got around him. I I I, I don't I don't know if if they can if they can deal with this or handle this. It might have to be the next administration. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I hope they get their acts together. But what we're seeing right now, I, I, don't, I don't have any faith in it. I'm just just weathering the storm here and it's, it's, you know, keeping my God close and just just just, just living. But what we see in here, prayer, 33% approval rate or less than 40% approval rate, even America don't have a faith in Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, look, there's Democrats that are, that are not even uh-huh. his own party. Uh-huh. It's not even signing with him right now. You see, there's these moderate Democrats. They're starting to kind of give him a little flag. You never see that in the past with your own party. Yeah, because normally they ride with you. But now well, yeah. Even if maybe a little part of them kind of looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just like, you know what, I'm going to do it for the greater good of the party. No, these people are moving away from you, Joe. So this is my thing, too. While I'm over here giving Joe Biden the business, I'm going to leave some for you, too, Mitch. Because Uh-oh. Mitch McConnell, okay. Because, honestly, he's, in my opinion, has more power than Joe Biden. Yeah, he's he's that dude now. And he stands in the way of a lot of shit. Uh-huh. These people will sit here and try to act like they're for the American people, but they're really not. They're, exactly. They're, they're self-serving, a lot of lip service. But the same people that they claim that they work for, only when it's time for us to vote for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we report now. <laughs> Midterms or, or election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, hey, when it matters, <laughs> nowhere to be found. And, again, do something, Joe. <laughs> Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call. Prez, this curtain call goes out to Anthony Perry. Perry noticed a man unconscious on the train tracks and jumped down onto the tracks to rescue this person from an electrified rail. Wow. Simply put, we need more Anthony's in this world. I second it. Anthony Perry, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family would like to salute you and we appreciate your hard work. Man, facts there. That's a brave act. I don't know if I'd have done that. I'd have probably had to make a phone call or something, but that, that was bravery for sure, Jules. Audience as always. We appreciate your continued support of our platform. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we are out.